Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi everyone and welcome to today's episode. I have the lovely Kerry Rowett here. Hi Kerry. Hello Alpha, how are you? I'm well thanks and you? Very well thank you, very excited to be here. Yes, thank you. Yes, it's it's going to be really interesting. So, Kerry, I now one of the one of the healing modalities that I I turn to quite a lot is kinesiology. So, when I first um, met Kerry uh, through a mastermind group that we're in, and I learned that she not only does but teaches um, kinesiology, I was intrigued. I was like, "Oh, this is wonderful! I love this modality. It's really powerful." And Kerry has quite an interesting story as well because you didn't always do kinesiology. Um, so, how about do you want to get uh, our listeners, a little bit of your background and what you were doing and how you came to be doing what you're doing now and um, what what you love about it. Sure. So I was a primary school teacher and I'd used that to travel quite a lot interstate and also overseas. I'd worked in the UK for a number of years and I was back living in Australia, but I just wasn't feeling very settled. And I was teaching and there's so many things that I felt like should have been they were going right in my life, but I still wasn't feeling happy. So I was seeking, I was in that seeking phase and I came across a kinesiologist that worked near my home and I went along for a session and I was just amazed by what this kinesiologist could pick up. So for people who haven't been to see a kinesiologist, kinesiologists use muscle testing and they'll identify and tell you like what emotions are coming up and what thoughts and beliefs and things like that. They're really tapping into like this deeper level of what's going on for you. And I found it just so fascinating. So I continued to go along for sessions and then at one point I used to have this recurring depression that would come and go and it was back at this point and I told the kinesiologist about this and that I'd seen a doctor who had suggested you know taking further steps and going on medication and so on and I was telling her about this and she said would you like to work on it and at this point I was like look there's probably no point like it's probably not going to do anything I had no faith in the process of being able to work through something so significant yet we worked on the uh, the depression in that session and one further session and then it completely cleared and that was uh, 12 14 15 years ago now and it's never come back and so it was after that point that I realized, oh, this kinesiology, it's not just interesting or fascinating. It's actually transformational and life-changing, certainly for me. And I was thinking about what do I want to do next? You know, maybe teaching isn't something I want to do for the rest of my life. And as I was looking into all of the different options, I just realized, well, I could study this modality. I could study kinesiology and help other people in this way that I have found so incredibly helpful and that's what I ended up doing yeah oh and it's um yeah, it's amazing every time I go to see my kinesiologist and it's usually for some physical ailment and we lay there and I say I say to him I'm like you may as well give me the tissues now because I'm gonna need them because I always do because it's, it's always emotional <laughs> there's always something there that needs to be shifted or I'm storing it somewhere in my body and that's what's created the pain that I'm now physically feeling because I haven't let it go or dealt with it. (laughs) 
Yes, very much. It does. Kinesiology can be a really powerful way for helping to deal with and process emotions that we may have stored, which might be impacting us in different ways. Like you say, it can be physically or it can be blocking us around our money or in other areas of our lives. And as we start to unpack, why isn't it that I can't achieve this goal or why am I not doing this particular thing? And often there is something you know, deep-seated and emotional that has been causing that. Yeah. So what what was the process? Of, uh, because it's it's quite a big thing to go from, you know, you've studied, you've done your, your prac, you, you've, you've worked in a particular um, industry and in, a, in a, um, uh, that profession, and then you have this transformational experience. Uh, and like I said, before we hit record, like I, I love it and I find it brilliant and helpful, but it's never triggered me to go study it to help others. What was the, what was the driving uh, feeling for you? And then how did you overcome any potential mindset barriers that would have gone, how can I let this career go? I've studied and, you know, I've spent all this time and effort mm-hmm. on it and I'm now going to go in this direction. What was, how did that process happen for you? I think it was the strength of the why. It was, I just felt such a clear calling to do it. I felt guided to do it. It just unfolded really effortlessly. Like when I contacted the college about the course, it was literally just starting Mm -hmm. and, you know, for that round. And it just was this series of events that just caused me to feel like, I feel like this is meant to be and this is what I'm meant to be doing. And for me, like I started studying kinesiology and it brought so many things together in terms of mindset, in terms of the types of books that I was interested in reading anyway and the energetic side and so on. So I think it just, it made sense to me. And because I just had such a profound experience myself, that was such a driver for me. And I knew right from the start that I would have to have my own business to Mm. be a kinesiologist. These days, kinesiology is a little bit more well-known. And so some kinesiologists will have kinesiologists who work underneath them, but Mm. that was not a thing when I started. And so you just had to make that decision. And I just ran with it and had that drive because of that. And I really think, like I said, it was that very strong why. And I think there's something to be said for being so connected to your why, because you do overcome those mindset blocks and barriers. Getting started, you know, it came with some some challenges and some barriers in terms of all of a sudden, of course, you have to charge and you have to really believe in yourself. But it was a process. It took me, it was a three-year diploma. It was really quite involved and they actually simplified it and had to shorten it a lot when it became a national qualification. So it was it was very involved. But by the time I had worked with so many people whilst I'd been studying and had taken all those steps, I did build my confidence as I went along. And because I knew, well, of course, if I'm going to have a business, I'm going to have to charge. And of course, I'm going to have to learn the business side. I'm going to have to learn the marketing side. I just used all of that as motivation. I was like, well, that's just what is going to have to happen. And when there's that necessity, I think that can be another really strong driver as well. It wasn't an optional thing. I didn't, I had a mortgage at the time and it was a time much like now where interest rates were rising and everything else. Like I I couldn't float 
if I wanted to do it, I had to make it work. And that was my driver. Yes, yes. So um, paying bills and mortgages and survival is a pretty good motivator. So yeah. And if I had teaching to fall back on, so I, uh, you know, I, I had that as the backup, but I didn't want to go backwards. So I had to just really run at it and go forwards and continue to find the motivation. And because I'd studied kinesiology, which is all about releasing blocks and helping you to, uh, you know, just decide the mindset that you want to have and the attitudes and the beliefs that you want to have and to align your energy with those things, I was always using my own tools as well. And so I think for all of us, like we've all got different tools and things that we pick up along the way that can support us with our mindset and with our approach and our attitude and our beliefs. And when we use those things for ourselves, that is incredibly supportive. Yes, that's that um, trusting our gut and blocking out the noise, which is very difficult to do, but the more it's like a muscle. The more you you exercise it, the stronger it gets. Um, and I think that's, that's, right. that's something we need to, to have more of in this world, trusting our intuition. That's right. And then, of course, you have the fears come up, the doubts come up, the worries come up. And then I would always ask myself, so what is it that I would want to be feeling? What do I want to be experiencing? And that's what I would be then focused on. And then taking actions that were aligned with that. So I just couldn't let myself wallow in that space of the not having or not working or you know, the doubts and the fears. It's like I knew the longer I sit in that, it won't work. So I I don't have that luxury to sit in that space. Yes. And if you you wallow in that too long, you can feel like a victim and then you just freeze and then it's, yeah, nothing. It's not going to work. And that energy is certainly not attractive for those of us who are working with clients. Yeah. So you mentioned the word aligned and I noticed when I was reading about you before, um, the word alignment kind of really stood out. Um, what does alignment mean for you and how do you help clients achieve that? So I'll tell you how alignment became such a central part of what it is that I do. I grew my business quite quickly. So given that I had no marketing experience or business background and I was really quite shy as well and certainly wasn't going to be out there networking and attracting clients that way, I had to really draw on like what my own strengths were and be and really apply those strengths. And so I did a lot of blogging and I, you know, started a newsletter very early and I did all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was able to grow my business quite quickly. And within 18 months, I was booked out and at a full-time capacity. And I was working with a business coach at this stage and she asked me, well, how have you done this? Because this is what practitioners want to do. Like this is what every practitioner wants to do. So you just need to figure out what it is that you've done and bottle it. And straight away, as soon as she said that, I said, well, it's alignment. And so for me, that alignment was, I was very congruent with what it is that I wanted. So I already shared that I had that very strong sense of my why. And then the alignment piece is ensuring that my thoughts, my words, my feelings, and my actions were congruent, were aligned with what it is that I said that I wanted. 
So that's how I think about alignment. And when you are in alignment, there is that sense of flow and momentum and a feeling like, you know, that you're on the right path, that things are working out, that the right, you know, that you will, you have that sense that I I know the right thing to do. And if I don't, I will find out the right thing to do. I will find out that next step. And so it was a very active process. It was not a passive process of really weeding out, you know, those things that would come up, like I mentioned, those those thoughts that would pop up or those feelings that you could really sink into and feel debilitated by or noticing the way that you might speak about what it is that you were doing or what it is that you're creating and ensuring that that was all united and aligned and congruent with what it is that I actually wanted to create. Yeah, and it's um it's interesting because there's alignment, and then there's a word that comes around a lot these days is authenticity, um, mm. and I don't know they're they're different words, but how like does that come up with your clients as well? Like making sure they're aligned, and then authentic is there? How does how do those two words kind of play out? So alignment I see as being linked up with what it is that you desire, whereas authenticity I would see as who you are. So to me the core part of being authentic is first of all knowing who you are and having that deep self-awareness and also like valuing who it is that you are and believing who you are is enough and then having the courage to show aspects of that in ways that feel aligned for you and yeah. relevant to your business or to you know your career or whatever it might be. Yes, yeah, because it's um, there's so many everything's business these days. Although it's, I think in a way, all of us is kind of like there's that concept that we all have a book inside us, and we I think we also all have a business idea or something that we want to do because you then expanded your business and went just from doing practitioner type work to actually teaching. So, which, you know, your background is probably quite a natural sort of flow and progression, but at what point did you get to the, where you were like, I don't want to just do um, practitioner work. I want to expand what I do. How did, how did that process come about when you now have your, have your course? Well, I think because I was a teacher, I had that, that sense that I was going to, you know, teach quite mm-hmm. early. So I don't teach kinesiology as such, but I did start teaching different online courses. So right from actually very early, so 2010, mm-hmm. I taught a, a course, an online course, and it was about self-love. Mm-hmm. And then and when I mentioned before about working with that business coach and talking about the alignment, that's when I first taught alignment to other practitioners and that was in 2011 and at that stage I did that as a teleclass series (laughs) which was when you used to dial in on the landline to a US Uh number (laughs) (laughs) and everyone else would dial in as well and then you'd be able to record the call Mm -hmm. and that was you know your zoom of the time Yes. So I guess what I'm sort of hearing as we're talking about this, it's like that following of the breadcrumbs and noticing what it is that lights you up and what it is that presents and taking those chances and taking the opportunities along Mm. 
the way and trusting in that. Yeah. So your um, how many do you offer? Is it one course that you offer now, and has that that's evolved, or how does? Because you obviously don't do telly. No. So it's evolved several times, and so I then taught uh, as the similar content, but I teamed up with someone who was in marketing. So a few years after the original course, and that was probably because I didn't. I still didn't have really the confidence to think that I could work with people on their businesses on my own. And then it was in 2015 that I created my course, Align and Attract, which I still teach to this day. So it has still evolved. And of course, you know, the sessions are now over Zoom or we're doing them as Facebook Lives and things like that. And yeah, so that is, that's the way that has evolved. And then I do have other digital products and I'll teach um, online workshops and things like that. So I do still work quite a lot with one-on-one clients, but I tend to always have some other online things happening as well. And I love working with groups. And I think that's really powerful and can be really um, beautiful to be a part of as well. Yes. Yeah. Because it's amazing what comes out that we don't know to ask when somebody else has asked the question or you realize you're not the only one struggling with that particular issue. Other people are too. And you're like, oh, wow, I'm not weird. This is this is actually quite normal, and somehow it, it takes the pressure off. So you're like, oh, right, okay. Other people have this too. So what did you do about it? When you try, <laughs> that's, that's true. Great. It makes me think about um, shame. You know, Brené Brown talks about shame, and sometimes when we are just reflecting on our own experience or thinking about challenges that we're having, we can have that thought you just mentioned of it's only me or what's wrong with me, and then so. Yeah. And once it's voiced, it first of all takes away the shame, but so many people will tend to relate to having yes. that experience. Yeah, that was that, that that old saying, a problem shared is a problem halved. That's an oversimplification, but it's it's still, you know, it's it's born in truth. Yeah. Um, now, in the midst of all of this, you also had children. So how how has having children changed what you do, how you do it, and perhaps also your why as well? Yeah, it's a great question. So my business was flying along when I became pregnant with my first child and it was very intentional that I fell pregnant, Uh, but I knew that there was a big change coming and I worked my little heart out throughout my pregnancy so much so I ended up quite sick towards the end of the pregnancy on bed rest. Um, But I, yeah, I really wanted to set myself up so I could have time off and so I could have flexibility and spend time with my child. And I imagined that I would really pursue the online side of the business more so. And I have done that. But what I have found is that also just working one-on-one with my clients has a beautiful simplicity and completion because I often work with my clients in like with a one hour block, or if someone comes to me for a one-off session, it's an hour and a half. And then it's got that sense of completion around it, which I have found is really beautiful. And to get that sense of like achievement, both for yourself and for the client who gets that feeling that they have really broken through some things and they have, they've got this greater alignment with what it is they desire and they have that clarity. It's really satisfying. And I have found that I've really enjoyed that. So with both of my children, I did take time off, but not too long because when you work, you're working one-on-one, if you can get an hour 
mm-hmm. yeah, were there, you can see clients. So it does have that beautiful mm-hmm. flexibility. So people who are listening who might do consulting work, they might relate or different types of work where you can do consults. Yeah. Sometimes it can it, it can work really well in that way. Whereas I've sometimes found all of the work that's involved in running an online enterprise, running an online course, it could take a lot of hours um, out of your day without a, a necessary, a guaranteed outcome. Yes, yes. There's a lot of um, creating of content and you put a lot out there that um, doesn't always make create a return as such. That's um, right, not immediately. So you asked about how my why evolved. And so I was, I found, I know everyone's so different when they have children and I have been so passionate about my business that I was really curious to see how that would evolve. And it really did because I had one of the, my first child was one of those children who just wants to be with their mummy like 24-7, all day, all night. Mm. I'm here, mummy, let's party. And so it really did, you know, force me (laughs) to change my approach, change my priorities and to surrender because there was nothing I could do about that. And, of course, I wanted to be with him. There's no question. But some people have a different experience where they've actually got heaps of time to focus on what it is they want to do. And, yeah, so I found that it was a lot more immersive than what I expected. And then with my second child as well, even though she's a little bit more independent, and I found that, I lost probably a bit of connection with my wife for a few years in there, even though I was still enjoying my client work. There was no question about that. But as to what was my why for the business and what I was passionate about, it wasn't quite so clear. And it was probably this year that I really noticed that that came back and just with the clients that I was working with and the experiences I was happening having and seeing their growth and transformations I really could just see the value of that work again so much more clearly and the value of the alignment I could see how much alignment matters and I became passionate about that again and it really created a lot of energy and a a greater desire to be really consistent and to show up and to um, share more things and to promote more things and create a lot more energy in the business. Yeah, yeah, because it's interesting with your um, whole energy or your focus on life adjusts once you've had children. Um, I yeah, I found I really kind of stepped into my my power as a as an individual, um, and things that didn't matter so much before suddenly mattered. Because I was like, well, this is the world that my daughter's going to grow up in, so it now matters. <laughs> so yes. the words you use matter. The the way you behave and the things that you have around you and the people who are around you and the things they say matter because she's picking everything up like a sponge. And uh, it's it's interesting to, to see her now as a seven-year-old, how that starts to play out in her personality. I am so sure. And I agree with what you said. I'm sure everyone listening feels the same. It's like your experience of parenting, but there is commonalities, but what you learn and what it activates for you is so yeah. different. Yeah, I know. And you see things um, and it, it sort of, it does. So I understand now whenever my mum used to get nostalgic or reflective, I was like, I'm like that now. I, I try not to, but occasionally I'll future project. And I was just like, my little girl is when she gets older. So I'm like, I, I hug her tightly. She's like, you're squeezing me too tight, mama. I was like, I know. I'm just like, you know, trying to 
make sure I capture the moment. Don't I miss know. out. I'm nearly three year old. We're like too many kisses, mummy. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's never too many kisses. Um, and then yeah, just like, oh, I'm not a baby anymore, Mama. I'm like, I know that, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's a totally different experience. Um, so what's um, how do how do people find you? What's what sort of what's what's like the first step that people can do to work with you, and then how does it progress from there? So people often find me uh, off like through ways like my podcast. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people find me through my website. So what's your podcast called? So my podcast is called Align and Attract, and my website is called Align and Attract, and I'm on Instagram at Kerry Rowett. And so usually people will tune in to one of those channels, and then if they have a resonance, I'll find people can feel it and they'll get a sense if they feel that they really want to work with me and they might join my mailing list, but sometimes people just will go ahead and just book in. They said there's booking links and um, directly on my website. And so, yeah, there is, there is that opportunity as well. And so, but I'm always really delighted to connect with people in whatever form that it, that it comes. And sometimes people will hang out in my orbit for years and they'll say, I have been following you or I've been wanting to work with you, but they will just wait until the right time until they get that sense of like, now's the right time. And then it's always clear why. Like we'll always understand. It's like, oh, that's because of X, Y, Z reason, you know, it becomes obvious in that moment. Yes, yes. The uh, the alignment process does actually and that energy and whether whether people are conscious of it or not, they they do, if they listen to their intuition and they get that feeling when it's time to jump, you jump. Um, That's right. And And I find I'm like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say too, uh, all of the, the names and everything that you said, we'll put in the show notes so that if someone's driving or listening to this, they don't have to try and remember it or write it down. Um, so we'll, we'll put it all in there so you can grab it. Um, so your, your program, does it come out certain times of the year? And if so, when, when are you opening um, up again? So my group program Aligner Track, it is for entrepreneurs and it's about helping to create the foundations of your business so it's around aligning to what it is that you desire aligning to your ideal clients your pricing your income goals and your ideal numbers so for some people listening if they're relatively early stage business or been in business for a while and they're feeling like certain things are not quite working or don't feel right then that's perfect but otherwise I've got a DIY kinesiology kit where I teach you my alignment process but you can apply it to any goal and that is a downloadable kit that is available on my website and I will say as well because we spoke about your why quite a bit today I did run a webinar um, called remember your why Mm -hmm. and it was not very long ago. So if you're interested in reconnecting to your own why, mm-hmm. then you might like to sign up to that. And that's at alignandattract.com slash why. Lovely. Okay, yes, we'll put that that link in as well. Because, yeah, there's the why is a big thing. I remember the first time I I, um, I watched Simon Sinek's, um, the, you know, start with why. And it was the first time I'd even kind of conceived it. And I had to watch it a couple of times to really understand the difference between the, the what, why, and how. Um, but it's, it's, it is powerful. 
and yes and I actually only watched it recently even though I've heard about it for the last it feels like a hundred years people talking about it and I just hadn't gotten to it and I have listened to his book as well because I wanted to do it as homework before I spoke about your your why and I was really quite intrigued to sort of hear him talk about it and it helped me to understand how I was able to grow my business yeah those early days and because and it was that was the truth people connected to my why and to that passion and that just came through so I think it is really important no matter what you do even if you are in employment um or you're wanting to start a business when you start with that passion and the really strong reason and calling for what what why you're doing what it is that you're doing it's very powerful Yes, living more intentionally and it's it feels good. You feel like you can have passion for things rather than just kind of going through the motions every day. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. Thank you so much um, for sharing all of that as well. And, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a very, it's an evolutionary kind of a journey, this, and I think we're always working on it to a certain extent and then we get tested and then we go, oh, yeah, yeah, and then we, we continue and, and the flow flows or it stops because we go out of alignment and then it continues if we can be conscious to get back to it again and I think that's important to remember as well like no one's in alignment all of the time including me and I think that's why I'm still able to enjoy teaching it all these years later if I was always in alignment the whole time I would have bored of it 10 years ago (laughs) but we always change we evolve we grow what we want changes Uh sometimes it expands sometimes it contracts sometimes it just changes direction and then what is aligned for us in that changes as well yeah absolutely oh thank you very much that's a beautiful I feel very calm after this you know just oh feels lovely amazing thank you so much for having me no worries at all and I hope everybody listening feels very nice and calm still focused if you are driving um, and I hope you got a lot out of this and enjoy the rest of your day all right. bye bye, bye.